Broadcasting in HD Radio. Worldwide. 24 365. Mobile app power. Giddy Loud Radio. Can I be on the show? Why would you let you be on the show? Anyone can call us. Okay, you need to go somewhere. Anyone. It's not about time. Hey, Auntie, who asked you to answer this conversation? It's a dialogue that elicits emotion, sparks a reaction, and forces you to take action. It's the what the heck when it The views, information, or opinions expressed during this episode are solely those of the author involved and do not necessarily represent those of The Rants Show, Giddy Lounge Radio, or What The Heck Man. Enjoy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. I do this for real, as always, reporting to do my duty on the microphone, and I got one question and one question only. What's that, man? <laughs> uh, only God can save me. Take a moment to censor yourself and ask yourself that all-important question. How are you doing? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you glad? Are you happy to be alive? Are you thankful? Are you blessed? Welcome to another edition of the What The Heck Man Rants. It's about to be a fun time. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend to tell their ex-boyfriend soon to be divorced husband, sister's wife that the rant show is live. Ladies and gentlemen, let's have some fun tonight. What it do? How's everybody doing? Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Ekaleo, ekasan, ekroleo, 
Eyin temi ba wo ni o she. What to do baby? Welcome. Welcome. I promise I'm quite normal. Um I don't know what just happened there, but God is good all the time. Um and all the time, God is good. Um welcome to another edition ladies and gentlemen hope you had a fabulous weekend um and hope you are having a fabulous start to your week um it's gonna be a great show um great discussion as always and uh you know with your favorite people uh my humble self i do is for real always here to do what needs to be done which is otherwise known as the needful um but i am here you know with my resident terrorists um you know i'm going to start with the most um um enigmatic one out of the two um they're both probably guessing right now who i'm about to say first but it is none other than the one the only curator creator master queen Life on a banjo, which is loudly who annoys the shit out of me twenty times a day. Wow. But it's filled with love as well. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um what do you want from me? <laughs> what did you do to offend that could possibly offend me? <laughs> oh, wait, I don't even know. Like did you know oh, what's my text wait, 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 I need to find out. I did respond right. to your text. What? You did respond to me. I'm literally checking right now. I'm like on my phone checking. I'm like, you did respond to my text. Wait, did I? Oh, did I? so what I did, did you do to offend me for this long, nice words? Oh. Hmm. Oh, no. But anyway. <laughs> no, you did not respond to my text. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Woo. <laughs> but that's that not why. Nice. That's not why. I was, mm. I was, I was, you know, I'm in a, mm. I'm in a full hearted mm. mood. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to, you know, give positive mm-hmm. vibes into the world. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, yo. Uncle Feng Shui, sorry. Oh uh, what is it, baby? Anyway. Actually, it's going to need to find a new introduction now, but that's still not old yet because I'm still feeling it. Anyway, it is Monday. A girl is just out here. I'm just... I'm just trying to eat dinner, honestly, to be quite honest. It's it's been a very, I don't know if anyone else has been feeling like this, like since last week, but it's been like really, really busy for everyone that I know. And it's just like, I don't know if you guys are going to feel the same way too, but you know, I'm finally here. It's another Monday. We're going to have a great show because this is the one time in my week when I can actually breathe and people are not annoying me. (laughs) It's great. It's amazing. And where I get to throw shade for like two hours and no one is coming for me and everyone understands the shade. Do you know how rough it is? You know what? Let me just say it real quick because I had this conversation with another, another colleague at work today. Do you know how rough it is to have to deal with like 50 hours of your day with people who do not understand your sense of humor? That job's rough. <laughs> it's rough if they don't understand yours and it's rough when you don't understand theirs like they say things and they're laughing and you're just looking at them like (laughs) okay (laughs) bye but you know with both of y'all it's great because i give it and y'all throw it back and you know the audience understands and it's just great 
Who's throwing, who throwing things back? I don't throw anything back. See, like that. Who else would say? You know, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Hey, guys. I'm back. What's up, people? Wagwag. What it do? Lalu is obviously hey. here. Um, Wobia is... I didn't hear from Wobia all day today, which is usually, like, not the norm. So I'm really excited to hear about what she's been up to and not texting me. So, Wobia, what's good? I'm chilling. I'm Whoa. chilling. I'm chilling. What, what, was, <laughs> what was that? What? Hi, guys. Happy Monday. I'm happy to be here. That's really all I have for you, bro. Why, <laughs> why do you sound like the, like the new kid well, in school? Man. Like, you're like... You sound like you're, you're, they just shipped you from America to go back to school in Nigeria and like, hi, my name is Christina. I'm here. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just hella preoccupied. I'm sorry, y'all, but I'm here for the show. I'm ready. I'm excited. It's going to be a good show. But I'm Are you going to tell us the outcome of your email last week? I mean, there's no outcome. I don't know. I haven't heard back, um. but... <laughs> Sometimes no outcome is good, and sometimes it's not good, but right. we're going to go with the good one. Well, right we'll now. see if she shows up this Saturday, so that's this what This Saturday. What's happening this Saturday? Tell us. My pop-up shop in Brooklyn. Ooh. So if any of you guys live in the New York, New Jersey area, come out to Brooklyn, specifically Crown Heights. We're having a wonderful pop-up shop featuring over 15 brands and it'll be a lot of fun there'll be a dj there'll be food it's gonna be great come out show some love what she said make sure you're out there what she said (laughs) sometimes you know people cook something properly you don't have to add anything else you know Mm -hmm. you just have to just let it be um, well, welcome everybody. Let welcome, it be. Let you it be. beautiful ladies. Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, first, to start off the show, obviously, on a very, very sad note, um, I'm not even going to list all of the different places, but um, hearts out to every grieving, hurting, aching heart and every family out there. Um, that obviously you know was impacted by the heinous and just demonic at this point um acts of violence over the last few days um from you know ohio to cali um and across the world and those that are going through you know the separation and the um acts of organized violence by the United States on families at the borders. Um, Hearts out to everyone. Like it definitely sucks. And um, I remember a stretch like this last year um, where it just got hard to keep saying, you know, thoughts and wishes um, and prayers for people. So, I don't know. Something's got to change. Something's got to give. Um, it's really weird that there was a time where how people thought about, like, you know, student loans and student loan debt was, like, my primary focus in picking a 
like a candidate for president. But like right now, I'm like, I just want to know what you're going to do about gun violence and like what you're going to do about climate change. Like those are like my top two things. Um, and in all honesty, like fuck Donald Trump and that stupid ass speech that he gave. But more than anything, and instead of making him the primary focus, like it's really, really hard to see the stories of people that died from little kids to older people. Um, and yeah, like our thoughts, our prayers are with you. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's just sad. Um, but yeah, definitely wanted to make sure I touched on that as we started today's show um, and went on to fluffier subject matter. Um, and a completely unrelated um, but related stance, um, one of the previous political candidates in Nigeria that ran in February, got abducted by the government earlier, like a couple of days ago. Wait, uh, you said he got abducted by the government? Yeah, like like by the Secret Service. But like, <laughs> their dumbasses didn't realize there was like CCTV throughout the whole place. Um, so there's actual video of them like yanking him, pushing him into the car and stuff like that. And he's like, for those of you that don't know, his, um, his name is Omoyele Shore. And he is the CEO of Sahara Reporters, which is one of the biggest news um, platforms in Africa. So, of course, his whole team is, like, on the offense. Um, And I think it just got me really sad (laughs) because I realized both countries that I claim to be from have a bunch of dumbasses at the helm. And what's the man supposed to do? Can I become, like... What country is a good country to be a citizen of right now in the world? Like, is there even a good one? Like, I don't know. Everybody's just stressing me out. Like, just, just dumb. People need to get their shit together. Um, and just let's all live in peace. And let those old people that are stressing us. I don't, you can't wish death on people, but I just wish they would go and interpret that go however you like but yeah um yeah so uh, like i said on a fluffier note i wanted to know did you guys do anything fun this weekend laulu you look like you had fun this weekend you're on a boat and shit um i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing like that you're on a boat looking all you know rich woman you had your rich woman vibes on wow I didn't realize. Not there's one. There's a picture you posted where you're like leaning with the women on the deck, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Look at this! You 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 look like you own boats." That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Speaking it into the atmosphere, I will own boats. Amen. We, you have to Amen. specify what kind of boats because <laughs> there's Listen, no boats. The Lord sees my heart. <laughs> the Lord sees my heart. I. I want boats that I can throw yacht parties in. You know, you I want action that goes to be very specific. Um, so this past weekend, so it's like a two-day thing. So the um, Erica's classic climb. I don't know if anyone, if you guys know of her. She's this real estate um, investor, 
and she was having an event, like a networking event in Austin this past week, this last weekend. So she basically invited a bunch of her friends who are doing amazing things, who are, you know, six figure earners and more, who are like real estate investors, um, truckers, uh, flippers, entrepreneurs, authors, basically everyone, people in her circle that are, that are also like either millennials or like in their like typically late twenties, early thirties. So like they, they were relatable and, and key, they were black as well. Like her friends were black entrepreneurs doing the thing, uh, real estate investors, stock market brokers, literally people are just like creating their own generational wealth. And she basically did them over uh, to Austin from all around the country and had a dinner and a book party. So you could essentially, so the dinner, was on Friday, was on Saturday, was on Saturday, dinner was on Saturday, it was like a, you know, like a closed dinner type situation, which was really fun, it was a lot of fun, it was very, very inspiring to be in a circle, to be in a room where, essentially, like, I mean, we're always saying, you know, build a generational wealth, build a generational wealth for Africans, for Black people, but you never, I feel like it's so rare for us to actually see young people who've already done it, right, because it makes it relatable, and these are people in the room who, they've done it. They've done it and they keep, they keep on doing it. I mean, these are people who had like 30 properties and counting, 56 properties and counting, and they were like early 30s, like 33, like just be, and just hella humble about it. Nobody came in with like all braggy and flashy. Like they were just walking like normal people, you know? And it was so relatable to be, to be in the same room as them and be able to ask them questions. And everyone was just like hella chill. And then Saturday was the book party. So the, the dinner was more of like a formal slash event type of thing. And then Saturday was a boat party, which is just like, all right, everybody had dinner yesterday. Today is more open to people. Let's turn up. And she basically got a boat in Austin, was on Lake Travis. Uh, if you are in Austin or in Texas, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and it was really cool. It was like an all-day thing. And yeah, it was really dope. It was a lot of fun. It was it was more empowering and inspiring it than anything, honestly, to be in that space and just see people already doing amazing things and just be like yo this could actually happen you know it could like the goal is actually it's 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 reachable so yeah it was dope crushing it It was that was was, was fun i was i wasn't even there and i just watching it i was like inspired i i just i just felt like that's why i said that you feel like you had money because i looked i looked at it and i was like yeah like y'all look like you know it looks like guys are loaded um, they have money. I'm I'm trying to get there. I'm speaking it into the atmosphere. You're on your way. I, Don't worry. Amen. On your way. We're all um, on our way. We're all on the way. Amen. Amen. Um, Wobia, did you do anything fun this weekend? Um, I had dinner with a friend, but that's really about it. Wobia is always having was... dinner with friends. Who are these friends? Why don't you ever oh, ask my... me to dinner? Oh. <sighs> It was just, it was a low-key dinner. It was nothing serious. I just was super focused on, like, my events. That's really what occupies my time. So I'm going to be pretty boring for the next five months, to be honest, because <laughs> I have a lot going on. <laughs> and when I have a lot going on, I'm, like, laser-focused. Like, I don't have no interest in doing anything else. But, like I said, come December time, holla at your girl. The real turn-up will be coming. I, I assure you. I assure you. But... I will be doing a lot of nothing unless I'm traveling. Like when I'm coming to San Francisco, when I'm popping up in LA, you know, I'll be having fun while working. But like 
any other time, I'm doing a lot of stuff or I'm stressing. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not doing no boat parties or anything like that. So my life is not fun right now. There's nothing entertaining about it. Sorry, this is, guys. This is what this is what Wobia does like in the the middle of the year and then in December you see her on boat parties boat parties and rooftop parties and stepping on all the necks beach parties and all of them but it's okay we're here to support <laughs> um and you know if you need anything let the fam know um so we can help you um as much as we can um the funniest thing that i saw over what the weekend you oh shit um <laughs> Don't think you can get. Him. That's true. I actually didn't. Do always does. This. I didn't. He puts us on the spot and then he doesn't want to answer it. Like I'm confused. Okay, first of do? all, Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just tell you, Saturday mm. I slept all day, all motherfucking day. Didn't go anywhere. I don't even think I left my house. Um, and then well, Friday I cooked. I made some pepper chicken and some and some barbecue turkey um and then i made like a smoked turkey leg that is the juiciest ugh, ugh, it's giving me so much joy um saturday i slept but like Sunday, okay let me you know what wait wait, 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 wait. i'm gonna what? just i'm gonna just interrupt right now <laughs> so let me break this down to you guys this cooking situation that somi had over the weekend he was so disrespectful that he was posting videos on Instagram <laughs> and then had the audacity. So a couple of months ago, I had like sent this video out. I think I sent it to you. Yeah, I sent it to you and a bunch of other people where this guy picks up a, um, a thigh and the meat falls off, literally falls off. It's like so juicy. So me, I had the audacity while I'm starving to send that video and put it up on Instagram. And I was like, what rudeness I just wanted you to know so that I did Summy it. Came. But when Summy comes, watch. When Summy comes to Austin, there will be no cooking. There will be no eating. Nothing. You won't even see him. So just watch. I'm going to bring this back up again when he comes to Austin. See. Proceed. <laughs> so, what else did you do? Continue. I, Continue. Um, on Sunday, even though I love put me on the spot, like, she sent me the video because she thought, I honestly, I think she thought I couldn't do it. And I wanted her to know. That is not what I wanted know. her to know that I'm about it. Like if I said I'm gonna no. do something, I'm about it. It took a while. You're it just took a few arrogant. months. But like <laughs> I knew that I was gonna do it. I mean, actually mm. was actually was more oist. Oh Did you only make one? It was what? I made It was two. what? What was the adjective? Nothing. nothing. Um, what was it? Nope. Not say. Not say. I made two. Mm-hmm. I made one first and then the second one was like a few hours behind, but um it all came out really nice. Um, and you ate it and all by yourself. I haven't even eaten it. It's in the, fr- it's in the fridge. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I cook sometimes, and I'm not... I don't want to eat it. Like, I'm... Yeah, that's the same thing that happens to me, too. So, I just put it away. It's a real thing. Yeah. Um, and then, Sunday, I had church in the morning, and then I had a friend's birthday brunch. And then I had the coolest, like, Sunday afternoon. Like, we took a walk around Lake Merritt, which is this lake in Oakland. Um, as a group, and we got ice cream from the ice cream truck, which is something I have not done in like almost a decade, and I felt like a little kid. Dang, I haven't done that in a long time. Either. Um, yeah, and then like I, a, a um, proper truck. 
Yeah, like an ice cream. Like we were walking around the lake and we heard an ice cream truck and all of us ran there. And like the coolest wow. thing, like the lady took Venmo. She like wow. <laughs> she took Venmo and Cash App. Um Yeah. So we like cause I cause I was already bummed out because I didn't have any cash. And she was like, Oh, I take Venmo and Cash App. I was like, You are my hero. Are you sure these are like actual legit kids ice cream or like are they take, are, are they spiced up with stuff? Because what kind of five year old has Venmo and Cash App? Well actually it's well, I mean, she, I think she was doing it for the adults, obviously. Lao Lu. Um, yeah, but ice cream, like, ice cream trucks don't sell. But like, think about it like this: most adults, to adults, most adults are getting it for their kids, their nieces, their nephews, right? So, if the adult doesn't have cash, ninety percent of the time they'll just say, "Oh, I don't have cash, hon. I can't get it for you." But now you can get the adult to still get it for the kid because you take what. I just remember it differently. Like, you know, like the asking trucks to like roll up on your block and then you just like run out of the house to go get it. I don't really remember adult any adult going with me. Life yeah, I mean I had so well, I definitely had some. Um I remember like I would tell my uncles, like, especially in Nigeria, for example, where I would see the ice cream guy, I'd be like, Uncle, come and buy me something like, Oh, I don't have cash on me. I'm like, you lying ass. <laughs> um but now you can't you can't get out of it because like and I saw parents that walked there with their kids and I was like oh I have Venmo I have Cash App here's my my Venmo name and like they paid her that's how I paid her um oh. and I got my but can you imagine how annoying that would be if you actually did not want to get it for that kid and because like hey like oh I don't have cash and they're like she takes Venmo uh, at this point I like, meant I want chance she takes a- Cash App. <laughs> Like, I would just be like, Thunder fire you. Thunder nah, like, fire you. like, this, you know, there's some things that you like have to just like deal with. Like, for example, like, if you go out with your friends and you know you're not trying to spend any money, like, don't be the guy, don't be like trying to go get yourself a drink by yourself at the bar because then your friends will roll up and be like, oh, and then you have to get someone something too because you don't want to seem like the stingy friend. Nah, bam. Get but, water. Put some lemon in it. You don't want to spend money? Well, you're not getting a drink. You don't want to spend money? You don't want to get a drink. It's okay. Drink water. Hydrate yourself. It is hot. But you, but you have people who Hydrate. like kind of do that. Um, and I don't blame I just, them. Okay, so in this situation, I think it's kind of rude. Because like, I don't know people who do that. Like They don't want to spend money, but they'll always put themselves in situations where it makes you uncomfortable to want to spend your money. And it's like, you don't want to spend money, but then I'm getting a drink. You're here, and you're asking me what I'm getting. I don't even think it's like I don't want to spend, but like, go say for example, like the the last boat party that I was at, um, my friend, I I got yeah, I was getting a drink, and my friend was like, oh, like I want like I mean we're cold like that, so he was like, oh, I want something, and I got it for him. And then, like, later in the evening, I was, like, sitting di- like sitting down. He walks up to me. He's like, oh, I'm about to get a drink. What do you want? Like, but that first interaction is the tricky one because, like, if you don't want to spend money, you now you either have to say, bro, I don't have money or I don't have cash or whatever. And the, the, the boat people or the vendor or whatever, they were taking, like, Apple Pay and stuff. But then it's like different it's because just I'm just talking, like, money. it's different if it's like you guys are on that, that level. It's always people you're not on that level with, and you're just like, huh? Nah, Boy. if we're on that, if we're on that level, like I'm the king of like 
<laughs> got me fucked up. Like, why would I get you anything? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was just, I was just like, yeah, I'm getting this, and that's it. I'm like, like, if you don't get out of my face, people, like, they'll just like linger around you. And I'm just like, do I know you? Do, nah. Can I help you? I'm not, Can I'm I help not, your situation? I'm not fucking with that. Like, if you I'm don't like, move fast, I move it away from me. Get out of it. Anyway, let's um, proceed. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, that's just that's just the balance. And I went to this really nice brunch spot. Like, I think I found my new favorite, like, French toast spot. Oh my God, that French toast was so good. It was stuffed with, like, caramelized apples and banana and, like, this fresh ricotta cheese. It's great. Okay, anyways. Um, yeah, weekend all in all was good. Um, slept and then I had a really busy Monday. So here we are. Um, and it's been, it's been vibes. Um, and I had a question that I wanted to ask, um, you know, both of you, um, I was having a conversation with someone about after I made the turkey because the person was like, they don't eat turkey. And I said, what is a, a the Lord meal. help them. Huh? The Lord help them. Oh, uh, yeah. But what is like a meal or a dish that? Uh, that, yeah. that everybody around you eats, but you don't? Pineapples. You don't like pineapples? No, I'm allergic to pineapples. So, like, oh, I can't do a lot okay. of things. Like, pina colada. I remember, like, when me and my girls were going trips and what. Not like where, where did where did you go? I think it was either Colombia or Mexico. And we were in this city, but people were like, "Yo, when you get there, you gotta go to this restaurant. You gotta get a pina colada." And they got it, and I was like, "I'm not doing that." However, I will say, when I went to Taiwan, I think yeah, we're like there. You know, how like every country has like their national fruit or like their national food. So theirs is pineapple cake. And it was a thing. Like, we were all like, okay, we're going to get pineapple cake. And I was like, am I going to come all the way here and not have this thing? Best believe when we got to the airport, every, like, it was like, you know how, like, there's duty free and, like, what they sell is, like, perfume and stuff. Nah. They were selling pineapple cakes. Like, the duty free was pineapple cakes. Like, fancy, nice, casual, like, low key, high key, like, all types of pineapple cakes. And I went from duty-free to duty-free to duty-free and stood there. And I was eating all their samples. And I was like, mm-hmm, today's the day. And oh, my friend, my girl goes, well, like, aren't you allergic to this? And I was like, I got my EpiPen. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Lo and behold, while we were boarding, tell me how my voice begins to change. My throat starts to, like, itch badly. Oh and I was God. like, oh, my God. I take out my EpiPen. Realized that it wasn't even filled with prescription. It was basically just about empty. Thank <laughs> the Lord, one of my boys on the trip had his EpiPen because he has a deathly like allergy to nuts. And the way you know when your friends really come through for you, the way that thing went in my body, yo. But it was worth it. That pineapple cake was bomb. It was banging. I would never do it again though, but it was good. So that's something that like it's always a bummer. Because I don't know if you guys see those like, like pineapple fried dry situation. I can never have that. When people argue about pineapple pizza, I'm like, I don't got an opinion. I don't know what it is. It's like, yeah, that's one thing that I'm just like, oh man, damn. But otherwise, I, don't know. I pretty much will eat just about anything. 
besides I'm 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 not gonna do the pineapples again because even after we got back from the trip, I was still I said go to the hospital. So that is something that I'm never gonna try again. But otherwise, the mouth is open. Oh no, y'all y'all nasty. I can already see that going south. Oh, can you hear me? Hello? Oh, wait. Hello? Hello. Oh, now you can hear me. Oh, I was talking to myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like... Sorry, yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyways... I'm or back. were you talking to yourself? Oh, you always with the agenda. <laughs> how, how, how... Tell me how... Conspiracy theories. It's just like... It's not a conspiracy what are you doing? theory. Were you really talking? Or were you just like I'm just saying. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, talking to yourself. He but, he muted himself and was talking and then started to the talk. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I mute myself okay. when I'm gonna click on things. So like I don't want people. What are you to clicking on? The the mouse. Because mm-hmm. my microphone Why picks up everything. Oh my god. This oh, one. you just got to do this talk. This why one is not going to stress me out. Why, why are you clicking um, on anything? <laughs> the why, thing, why are you doing anything the, thi- <laughs> the thing that was on my list um, that a lot of people like that I don't um, is one that has been on my list for a while, but it's starting to change. Um, and <laughs> it's, an, it's a fruit. Like, I'm not a huge fan of um, garden eggs. Is it fruit? Is garden egg a fruit or vegetable? It's a vegetable, right? I actually don't know. Because it can eat it by itself without cooking it, but then some people also cook it at the same time. Yeah. So I don't like garden eggs, but then people always talk that about garden nasty. eggs. Garden eggs. People always talk about garden egg sauce and like how it's like the bomb. Oh, no. The sauce is banging, though. The sauce oh. is banging, but on its own, it's nasty. It's bitter. Oh, really? No, not the sauce. The fruit is bitter. <laughs> but the sauce is good. I've had the sauce before. It's good. Yeah, so I just... I hope, like, somebody out there um, can, you know... Um, if I have someone out there that I can get to, like, make it... Maybe I can have, like, my friends that have, like, um, cooking shows or whatever. Um make me but some. can you get garden eggs in the u.s i don't know i've never like i've never seen it anywhere else besides nigeria honestly but i don't know and i'll see i'll see if i can find it. it if i can finesse that that'd be dope um and you know we'll see if i can if i can get myself some but yeah um all right so today oh the before we even get into the the like subject matter um, the last thing that I wanted to ask, even though La- I kind of already know Lao Lu's take on this, but I'm just going to have her share with y'all so you guys can know how much of a... Whenever you say things like this, I'm scared. Because I'm like, <laughs> what did I say now? So, I was having a conversation with my roommate yesterday because um, he wasn't... Fe- he was feeling like he was going to be under the weather, so he wanted to take some meds to get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm standing next to him and he puts the meds in his mouth and then he drinks water 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Who does that? That's creepy. That's weird. That's nasty. It's How gross. Is that creepy? It's just that's nasty. Why would anybody do that? You so, put other things in your mouth, don't you? Whoa, that got real. And then you fast. drink water afterwards, don't you? That got real really fast. Um, I'm but, saying. Okay, but most medications. People be pretending like they're. Oh, you know what? I'm not. You know, no, but most medications have an aftertaste. Oh, that don't got an aftertaste. No. No. So, what happened basically was... See, he I doesn't ha- even know what I was talking about. I know what you're talking about, but no, you I'm, igno- I'm ignoring you because... Okay, you're, you're nasty. And you're already going places. I'm the you're one nasty. who is nasty after you brought it up? Okay. Um, I didn't bring it up. You decided to assume that I was still talking about something else. I could have been talking it. about ice cream. Okay. Um, but anyways... My thing with that though is like, uh, with what the pill or yes, yeah, that's creepy. Like, it has a bad taste. So you said (laughs) I I made a poll about this, which I asked if I had four options, um, and I basically said, um, option one was, do you um put the meds on your tongue and then you drink water. Um, option two was fill your mouth with water and then put the pills. Option three is chew the pills like a hired killer. <laughs> option four is stuff it in your food like a toddler. Um, if you had any of those last two options, just stop listening and log off now. Um, but it's close and I'm, I'm mortified by how close it is. It is a, 54 to 46% split and 26% of people put the meds and then the water. It's winning. That's gross. All of you that voted that, all 46% 46 people are nasty. And the 22 people that voted the uh, 42 people, sorry, that voted um water and then the meds I love you guys. I know I don't like taking drugs either, but you guys have sense. The rest of you, I don't know, man. Y'all need Jesus because that ain't it. That is not it. And I don't know. I, that's all I'm going to say. Because La, first of all, the reason why I said I know Laulu's take is actually let me tell. Let me have her tell you, Laulu. How do you how do you take your pills? <laughs> <laughs> how I took my pills. <laughs> You funny, but <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me today. Um, I said if we're gonna be talking about pharmaceutical pills, but I didn't say that right. Whatever. Um, pharmaceutical, pharm, pharm, pharm Yes, you got it. Medication. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's been a long day, y'all. If you're gonna take medication, just take the pills, throw them in the trash, and wait for a miracle. <laughs> That's my take on it. I don't do pills. I well, I'm, I used to be. I used to take pills a lot before. Like any little thing. If I sneeze weirdly, if I breathe weirdly, if the wrong person comes around me, and I like. And the worst part was like I was super sensitive. Like I had the bougiest immune system ever. That John. At some point, I thought it didn't work. So like, if it used to be so bad, like if a guy who just like drowned himself in cologne walks past me and I sneeze, I might get sick. 
And I was just like down pills like no other. So now I'm like kind of getting into this whole phase of natural medicine type situation of like, you know, treating myself with herbs and all of that. I don't know how it's working though. But I haven't gotten sick in a minute. So that's that's good. But yeah, throw it away. Wait for a miracle because anybody got time to be dealing with the side effects of pills. That is just too much work. You got to take a pill and they got to take a pill for the side, for the side effects. What? No, 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 no. Don't be giving your money to these, <laughs> to these, to these doctors and the, these health insurance companies. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Just wait for a miracle. Say your prayers. You know, there are other things as well that are highly medicated and come to you naturally. You know, you could definitely mm. use that. And um, yeah, they're, they, they come in different forms and different methods. Use them. It's, it's a glorious way to live. Don't, don't be out here giving your money to CVS and all of them. First don't listen all, to me, though. Don't listen to this me. This is not FDA approved. <laughs> this is not, like, yeah, before you die and then be FDA. doing a case of had I known. Um, <laughs> if you, I will not be there. If you're going through it, please you're take your hands. If you're my sugar daddy, please meet me first. My glucose sponsor, please meet me first. And please do not take pills. We will be on a miracle waiting lifestyle. You know, you could get sick and I will be there holding your hand. You know, but you got to meet me first. Then you got to put me in your like all your documents and like your will and all of that. And like I got to be on your estate. I got to like have time. Everything I got to be on. There. No prenup, none of that stuff. No, it's gonna be split fifty fifty. But once we meet, I promise you, I will hold your hand through to the end. The end is gonna come nice and fast. It will be beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. lose on a on a like if you're a, if you're a sugar daddy or glucose sponsor or whatever. And you're on that wave. That's the she's basically showing you the fast track on how she's gonna kill you. So and, and take all your money. No, they be like, no, oh, no. you be like, baby, what? I'm having a heart attack. She'd be like, well, let's pray, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you just die. You just die anyhow. Like, fast. listen, 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 listen. I'll be praying to something. I don't, know wow. what I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm afraid to something. You know, we all got our different, you know, the the, the, the universe answers prayers in different ways. And the uni- and different people have different prayers. So all I'm just saying is be honest. Now they know. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, if you're I a Google sponsor, what do you think I'm here for? I'm not giving you anything. What do you think this is? Uh, I'm expensive. You're a glucose giver? What? No, 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 no. Okay. No. I, yeah, I mean, I could give glucose in a, in a certain time. It's like, I could walk with you to events. That's glucose. That's, you know? No, no, no. Yeah, you would know. So I'm, you're, you're like okay. a um, baby from Nope, nope. <laughs> I'm not speaking from any fucking experience. Um, <laughs> but yeah, whatever, whatever you said over there. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, um, we're going to go into the next phase of the conversation um, around something that has divided a lot of people over the last week or so, um, particularly on social media, um, with regards to the concept of speaking your mother tongue, different languages, um, and things like that. Um, but yeah, we will um, come back and dive right in. Um, but yeah. Don't go anywhere. It's the Rant Show. It's Gideon Island Radio. Your life. <laughs> 
your music. We'll be right back. You definitely heard him. If you listen to the show alone, you're doing it wrong. Tell a friend to tell another friend. You listen to the rat show and get it on the radio. Your life, your music. Ooh, yeah. Ah. Oh, hey. so I'm making my baby shade. All the girls calling me baby. See me see baby. Fine boy, we cause I be singing. Tell me what you need again. Mama forget, sit back, babe. Me I be complete package. Oh, me I be fight for your love, but I no be back for your love. I no be back for your love. I no be back for your love. Me I be fight for your love, but I no be back for your love. I no be back for your love. No, we yeah, baby, baby, share me be a part, be a part. I want you to treat me like a king, baby. Say you think, baby, share me be a part, be a part. Waiting, you need, baby. I get the sauce, get the juice, baby. I get the everything for you, baby. As long as you dare. Oh. Bad boy, why you not for use, baby? I be king, I be me, shit. Yeah, you know, so my love, far away. Far away. Me, I be back for your love. But I don't be back for your love. I don't be back for your love. I don't be back for your love. I know I know what up, what up, my people? You already know it's your boy LX, aka King Rizaki, and you're listening to the rants on Giddy Lounge Radio. Don't change that, that. Ginger Boy says so. Boy! Everyone I die for the mother. 
Telling me that it's for somebody. Say me I ain't gonna tell nobody. Say me on you with a joint body. Yeah, yeah. He's telling me that I need your body And if it ain't you, I want nobody Telling me you touch your prime money yeah. What up, what up, ladies and gentlemen? Sidaralewa, Seri, my name is Bolly Lomo And I just wanted to tell you that you guys should keep listening to the rants And get a lounge in the wordsmith every other Monday And for a dance hit What up, sir? Peace out God bless Peace Oh, yeah, get bent. Since early morning, I never chop, I never chop, I never smoke, I never smoke, I never drink, drink. People come out, woman, I never. I'm so shy, shy, I'm so shy, shy. I'm a shy guy, shy, a shy guy, I'm shy. I'm so shy, shy. I'm so shy, shy. I'm so shy, shy. I'm so shy, shy. is if the rant show is live and you're not listening give me hand up in my donut you're listening to the rants on giddy lounge radio with my son the wordsmith keep it locked mommy ranter says so and oh. we are back and we are back i don't know so there's a there's a drop that you hear most episodes from my mom and that drop makes me so happy um anyways over the course of the break you listen to king by fireboy dml uh you listen to body by lax you listen to shy by the one the only disrespectful aswobia and lalu throwing shade last week d bonge um who absolutely that wasn't killed. shade yes he did it was um it was not shade it absolutely was crushed his set and his performance at afro nation if you haven't seen the videos go find him um but Devanj is the premier he didn't have a choice there wasn't many songs to do like what oh, oh my god okay first of all don't don't make this an argument okay because i'm gonna have to find people to come here and have a full-on Devanj conversation Devanj has i'm not saying that Devanj 20... was not great in his time he to was be, great to be quali- to be qualified as, however, a, as a hit maker you have to have at least 25 songs that are hits and he has Please. at least 25 songs that he hits. 
What? Mm. I mean, of course, like more people cool. have like churned out more music than he has, but like he did his thing and he deserves oh. his credit. And even from the okay. performance, like if he if he's performing old songs and have and that more much more energetic, the freaking David who was over there shouting, um, <laughs> I mean that speaks for itself. But you know, speaking of Afro Nation, gave me major FOMO. Um, that's what yeah, I, I still have been. FOMO. Like, first of all, I so much FOMO. This last weekend, maybe that's why I stayed in my bed because I was salty. Like Toronto. And port and um and Portugal as a whole country just stressed me the fuck out this past weekend because the amount of melanin that was floating on my Instagram I, I was just stressed. I don't appreciate all these black people in one place having such a great time and I'm not dead. That's just mm-hmm. that's not cool. Like that's so salty. You know, and then what like do you, if, do we want to talk about like my friend, one of my friends posted something, and she was she was there's a video where she was like dancing, and you could see a guy in the background, like looking like lusting after her as she was dancing, and I was like, "Yo, you're killing it! This dude is about to like looking like he was about to jump you," and she was like, her response is, "Sami, if you came to any of these like if you came to this Afro nation, you'd have died, like." There were so many fine women. And I'm like, why don't you why don't people take me to things like this? This is just this is where I need to be. This is just but it's okay. God is great. Um I'm a content man, so I'm okay. I just I'm I'm fine. Oh yeah, can't mm. uh, That's good. Say, that's good. Say something, Lalu? No, I just said that's good. Oh, okay. That you're content in life, you know. That's I. I never that's said I was really content good. in life. I said I'm a content yeah, man. At this stage of my life, right this moment, as I'm speaking to you, hmm. I am 75 percent content. The that's other really 25 good. is is work in progress. Um. But anyways, we're back. Um. Okay. So this debate dropped last week and turned a lot of heads and got people like arguing, fighting, going back and forth all that other shit. So we're just going to dice it. Um, some people feel like it is not important or it's not a do or die situation to have to speak your mother tongue. For those of you that don't know, I am Yoruba, same as Laulu. And hey. why are you shouting? Hey. <laughs> Wobia is not Yoruba. Wobia is a proper Igbo babe. Um, and okay, so let's start here. How many of you, both of you, speak your like native language? I do. Um, I don't speak it fluently. But you can like you wouldn't get lost if you were, if you went home. Like I could like piece together stuff. I could I could manage. Okay, <laughs> so some people who felt like it's not a do or die. And particularly how the conversation came up was around Igbo people and like feeling like the Igbo language is dying, and with the with the, with the generation above ours that like they feel like they're not be, it's not being passed down enough and things like that. Wobia, would you agree with that sentiment? Um. Yes. I mean, and to clarify, I'm not. I mean, you know how sub tribes work. I'm Ikwere, which is sure. not the okay. exact same thing as Igbo. 
uh, two different languages, kind of. But, um, but I mean, in general, yes. I mean, I would agree compared to um, like Yoruba or even Hausa, even Igbo people, people don't really speak their language that much. Even Igbo people in Nigeria, in Igbo land, like some of them don't even speak Igbo, which is very strange to me. Um, but all of my friends who are Yoruba, I don't know a single one who doesn't know how to speak um, their language to some degree. So, and I always say that all the time whenever I go somewhere, I'm like, you can say whatever you want to say about them, but one thing they don't play with is their language and their culture, and there's much respect for that. But evil people, wow. on the other hand, like it's always they want to see who can speak better English, you know. So <laughs> I'm, <laughs> it's too much sometimes. Like y'all, y'all busy speaking English, and what's what else? Like what have you gained? What the, what have you gained? <laughs> Nothing. So I agree. I definitely agree. <laughs> so I mean, Lalu, how about you? With what? Do you feel like there's enough of like a secession with between the like previous generation, even for your people, and like handing over the language and culture and stuff? Um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, because like we're in the diaspora, right? So it's different. I can't really speak for. I actually never mind. I I can't really like, speak for people um who live in the country. Actually, yes, I can. Um. I think it's like more of a for us. Oh, oh, yup, I got it. My brain finally turned on. Um, <laughs> I think it's it really depends on who you're around because they're the people who keep it all the way real all the time. And I have seen a lot of people, even like in the diaspora, people who live in the country and like come here like one week in a year, or even they've never even left. And you'll be asking like, oh, so do you speak the language? I'm like, no. No, but like you do, mm. like they're trying to, I don't know, fit in or create this different persona whenever they're around certain people. Like I know people who they, whenever like they just, so they just came to the U.S. Like they just migrated here, and like other kids, like African American kids, will ask them like, "Oh, so like, do you speak your local, like your ethnic language?" And they'd be like, "No," and I'm like, "You're mad." you're properly bad but then it's like it's also crazy because when they say the no they say it with an accent and it's like just own up to it like it's not really helping you either way so um for i think for us it's also like a lot of us there is a lot of um it really depends on the human being i think honestly because there really is no way to to say it for real because personally for me regardless of who i marry if he's nigerian Nigerian, Yoruba, non-Yoruba, it doesn't really matter to me. So, but my kids, I'm still going to teach them the language. Like, that's still something that they're going to understand. Like, I want them to have a well-rounded understanding of who they are. So, but then I know some people who, like, for example, I have family members, older family members who have kids who are older than me, much older than me. And they made it a point to not teach their kids the, the, the native language. Because they were like, you need to, your English needs to be perfect without an accent or anything. But that's craziness because they live in Nigeria. So like, yes, they speak English perfectly well, but like you want them to speak English with an American accent when they've never left the country. What? And then like, it's, it's just, I just think it just depends on the person. So there are people who want to deny who they, where they're from. And there are people who, unfortunately, honestly, their parents never taught 
them or spoke yeah. to them in the local language. So there is no way for them to learn. So you can't yeah. really fault those people. And I so. think I give a I give a pass to the second group because you're right. Like if if nobody ever taught you and you never yeah. got a chance to like explore it or experience it, or you don't even have a connection to like your roots, like that's just what it is. Like you don't have a connection. Right. So like someone like me who I grew up in Nigeria I before I moved here and like lived with my parents who spoke Yoruba, I listened to a lot of like African music, indigenous Nigerian music. Um, I go to an African church. Like I'm there's like a lot of immersion even in diaspora for me. Um, one of the prominent people that sort of like blew up the conversation was Jason Njoku, who is the CEO of um Iroko TV. Um and he basically was talking about how his kids like are learning other languages and like they're not learning Igbo or they don't know any Igbo and they will not die. And <laughs> and to be honest, on one end, he's kind of right. Like not every single individual is going to be a vehicle for culture and like its transition and, and its distribution around the world. But it is a responsibility for people who have it invested in them to pass it on to others. Um, and for example, that comes in like your, like your honesty of like how you express yourself. Like for example, like I'm allowed because I work for a company that's flexible. I go to the office some days in Nankara pants. And like, that's just like, I've had people ask me like, oh, where's this from? And I can go into more detail into like about my culture. Like I've, I rep my culture. I wear my Nigerian clothes. I don't like, I bring my Nigerian food. You know, I've had beans on Gary before at the office. Don't judge me. Um, and people will like have conversations with you. Where I have an issue is the people where it was, was handed to them. Like the kind of people that Wobi I was talking about, the people that grew up in the village and learned Igbo, but then they have kids and they're like, what's up, Christopher? And I want to be doing, yeah, yo, 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 man. Like, no. yeah, yeah, you're mad. Like I'm, those people, there's a, like, a requisition on your end to pass it along um do your bit to pass it along and let it do what it will do like you don't have to like police it and have it be like oh every single person i interact with must speak evil but it needs to be more than just i'm not going to do that and i see that here like a lot of my friends or family friends that have like their grandparents in the house the grandparents will speak the language to the kids but the parents will always revert back to english like and particularly in like the Igbo households, like the grandma, like for example, I'm thinking of one specific family in my head right now. The grandma always speaks Igbo. And I remember when we we're all growing up, like the kids who are my friends would be annoyed, like, Grandma, just speak English. Like, I don't understand. And like now they understand what she's saying, but every single time they talk to their parents, their parents are like, Um, so yeah, how was your day today? Like, and it's like, what? Like and when I talk to my mom, she starts the conversation in Yoruba all the time. And we switch between Yoruba and English. But, like, you're learning as you're going along. Um, so, so let me one ask you. Friends, go ahead. One of my friends, her grandma, actually. And I'm like, people who are fortunate to have actual grandparents. I'm like, y'all wilding out here in these streets. Like, because I'm just like, for your grandma to live in your house and you don't even speak. Like, you have a whole other generation of, like, deep Igbo speaking like the kind of Igbo Fino speaks in his in his music like you have that in his in your house and you don't even know how to speak 
anything. Like literally, her uh, this, she she went to school with me in Toledo, and like, I when I realized that her grandmother lived with them in their house, I was like, sis, are you okay? Like, if I had grandparents, like it'd be a whole different thing. Like, and so I was like, you are not taking advantage of this direct source of just knowledge and language and history that's right here lives upstairs with you so it's crazy it's really crazy because i wish i had that i really do i mean i think and i think that was one of the beauties i gained from like i grew up with my grandparents living with them in nigeria so like my grandma spoke no english um so naturally we learned yoruba because that's all she spoke and all she knew how to speak and just adapting that and taking that across the world. And I think, like, just... It wasn't that just that they spoke it. They, like, kind of taught it to you. And, like, what it meant. And, like, I think the biggest vehicle of that is my uncle. Rest in peace. Um, uncle Guiga. My uncle used to come from Lagos. And I don't know if you know what... You guys know what Treboy is. The mint. Um, oh, yeah. Sweets. And he used to have it in his pocket. And he always had Trevor in his pocket. Always. I don't know how he did it. But, like, you could catch this man at, like, 5 a.m. And he's, like, here. Um, and he would always, like, come and he, he would quiz us. So he would tell us to, to, like, he would ask us to say, to translate the words of things in English to Yoruba. And if we got it right, he would give us one Trevor. So, like, things mm-hmm. like TV, like, radio, flower, fan. Like, there's some words in Yoruba that I know right now. I just know the word abstractly, like, not, not connected to anything else. But it's because of those interactions with him. But, like, that's what I meant by him being, like, it was a fun way that he kind of, like, helped us build our vocabulary and, like, start to learn things. That when I went to school... In Nigeria, when I changed secondary schools, I was crushing it. I was like the best Yoruba student, and I was just, <laughs> but I was, <laughs> I didn't even know how. Like I was like, I didn't even like, I wasn't even that good when I was in the village because I was dumb. I wasn't paying attention, but I came to Lagos, and all of a sudden, like you know, Yoruba student of the year. Um, but let me ask both of you this: If you, so Wobe, you said you can understand a little bit of your language, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like you have to settle or marry someone that absolutely knows the language? Or do you um, just not care? No, it's definitely, I mean, well, granted, if I meet someone like a like a first generation... Like, like, don't get me my, wrong. Like, if he doesn't speak it, I don't mean like you say, I'm not going to love you. Like, I mean, but like, like if it's uh, something you had, would you would you take advantage of it? I mean, yeah, I mean, I would love for him to speak to, like, for example, the guy that I, I like right now, he speaks Yoruba. He's he's a first generation like me, but he speaks the language. Um, and so that's great. But my thing is, even if the person is like me, who's like, okay, we have like a basic understanding, we can, you know, say something, I would still want to make sure we're on the same page of like, okay, so what's the game plan? So, you know, my parents can speak my language to my kids, your parents can speak. Like, how are we going to do this? You know, how much time are they going to spend with their mm. grandparents? I need them to spend time with their grandparents. Like, it's important. At least we would have some type of, like, plan on how our children are going to pass on the language. Like, it can't just be like, oh, well, we'll just see what happens. No, that's not, <laughs> not going to happen. 
I, I can dig that. I can dig that. Um, Lalu, how about you? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I, fair. I truly, I mean, like I said before, like, regardless of why I marry, regardless of why I end up with, regardless of who's the father of my kids or where they are, it's always going to be something where I connect them to their roots. I will definitely speak to them. They'll understand the language and they'll be able to speak it. They'll also understand whatever language their father speaks or, I don't know, whatever his culture is, whatever. Like, so for me, it's not a, it's, it's never, it's not, yeah, I don't really care. Actually, I don't. Because I know certain things that I'm going to teach my kids. So that's not dependent on who's their who I get married to or whatever. I don't really care, honestly. As long as you you don't undermine my culture and you don't say disrespect yourself about my culture and you appreciate my culture, that's really all that matters because I'm going to do the same for you too. And that's really all I care about. I don't, you know, let's fight that. I, I usually don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think personally, I'm like kind of selfish, but I want someone who... <laughs> I more than likely want to marry someone that's not Yoruba for the sake of their culture and their language. Because my kids are going to know how to speak. I do not. You're going to marry an evil girl. It's okay. I understand. Me? Yes. You. Honestly, you know what? You might not You might not be wrong. Because I always get attracted to evil women. I don't know why. Like, I know. I know. I saw you in December. I saw you. I saw what? You. Um, but like evil women are always like I don't know what it is, but anyways, I'm running away from evil women right now because I don't need that in my life. Um, but the, to the point I was trying to make is like they would like more than likely, and what Alu was saying earlier, like their parents um, would speak it to my kids. She hopefully like would know her language, so she would speak it to the kids. And obviously, I know you're about my mom and my dad. That's all they're going to speak. So I don't like. I wouldn't take that away. Um, and I that would, like, I feel like it gives them a richer experience. Um, and then, like, all the other languages that you need to learn, as soon as they're, like, advancing enough in, like, age, I'm forcing their asses into, like, French and Spanish classes. Because, first of all, this country, Spanish is going to become, uh, you know, in 20, was it 2050 oh. that they said? That it's going to become the dominant language in America. Um, so my kids got to gotta learn that. And if they try to be lazy, like I was when I was when I had the opportunity to learn French, I would slap them and be like, "Look, don't be like me when I had the opportunity and free, you know." But like, that's why you gotta start them at like age one. Like I'm yeah. so serious yeah. because a lot of times, like children are so much smarter than we actually think, and straight from like birth, they're absorbing so much information. So I remember I was watching a show. She, this girl was literally like three or four, and she spoke three different languages at age four. So if you just start your child and just, you just put them in like the exposure, you get like a, a tutor. They're just speaking to them. Like you're, you'd be surprised at by, by age five, your child can speak literally three, four languages. Mm. It's possible. I've seen it happen. And yeah. then they're already yeah. like 10 steps ahead of everybody at five years old, five. So definitely super important. I want my child to speak at least like six languages. I want to speak English, of course, because, I mean, they'll be most likely here or whatever, wherever they're going to be. Um, and then Igbo, 
Yoruba. I want them to speak Arabic. I want them to speak Spanish. And I want them to speak Chinese. Mm. Arabic. Arabic is an interesting one. Why'd you pick Arabic? I actually really like the Arabic language. Um, I really do, and I think it's 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 you know it's not like you know a language like Spanish or Chinese that's so you know in our faces where it's like you have to learn this. But I still think it's important because you know the Middle East and all the places are still um, you know a lot of business conducted there and. Just with the way the world is changing, I would like for them to understand and speak Arabic. Plus, it's super challenging. So, if they can, you know, learn Arabic, then that'd be pretty cool. Oh, okay, I can see that. That's a good. That's a good perspective. I think for me, it's just like economically, um, one of the reasons why, um, you know, they talk about like the Black history and like why they didn't want us to like learn English and stuff, and like how like lang- there's like power in language as well. Um, and being able to translate that to value in different spaces. So I could definitely see learning like Chinese or Mandarin, um, and Spanish for sure, because like Spanish goes a long way in Europe and like the whole of this continent is going to be, do you know how much money I lost in my first five years at the company I worked at because I didn't know Spanish? Like they were paying people $2 and 50 cents more an hour. And I was like, just over here. All to say, como esta, muy bien. Nonsense, nonsense. I'm a fucking idiot. So, these children, <laughs> they're going to learn that shit. We're going to freaking Rosetta Stone that shit if we need to. Like, you're going to be singing Baby Shark in Spanish version. Like, <laughs> I don't care how you do I actually told myself that I need to learn a new language by 2021. I'm, t- I'm giving myself that. I was going to do that this year, but like I feel like I have too many competing goals because I also want to go back to playing the keyboard. So like I was actually thinking about it today. I'm trying to buy a used keyboard to go back to learning. And then like I was like, oh, I also want to learn how to play the drums. And then like you know, I want to learn this language, but I have to find a balance. Maybe if I can get like uh, one of the companies that has um, an office... Um, in like some other city, like Costa Rica or something, I can go there. And go oh and, yeah, go and but work there wait, Costa Rica they don't speak Spanish. No, well, it's like, like a, it doesn't no. have to be Spanish specific. I'm, it could be freaking Vietnam. I don't care. Um, but just somewhere where I can learn another language. Maybe I will try Rosetta Stone. Has anyone ever tried? How like try I, Duolingo? I'm a Google reviews on Rosetta Stone. I tried Duolingo. I tried Duolingo and I was like picking up Spanish pretty quickly with Duolingo because like it teaches it to you in like a very like kind of like in a way because I feel like in a way that's kind of like immersion. So you it'll like go through like certain words and then you'll go through set sentences. So like you're learning it kind of like an immersion. So like every every class or every lesson reflects back on the previous lesson and like it's actually things that you would use in real life mm. i mean i did i stopped so clearly which is why i, I mean honestly i think i just need to like get a friend from every like region i need like a latina friend i need a chinese friend i need a, so like i just need also that i can just speak to them and be like hey let's have conversations in spanish let's have conversations in arabic so that i can learn quickly 
as fast as possible. So that's what my one friend did. He's Nigerian. He learned French in like, I forget the time frame, but he has like French friends who they would always like in their WhatsApp, they would literally type in French. And so, mm. and then they would send voice notes in French. So like he picked it up super fast. He was like, I don't care if I don't understand. Don't say, it, don't say anything in English to me. I'll figure it out. And so he figured it out. So that's what I need. <laughs> would you Would you feel some type of way if a partner or someone you were interested in romantically said they didn't want to be with you because you don't like have a full grasp on your language? Yes, I'd be offended. Send you, please. Exit stage left. Who wants you anyway? Like, say how you really you? feel, Alu. Say how you feel. <laughs> yeah, I really hate. You know, you know what? You know, I'm gonna say exactly. Like I really strongly hate. Hate is a very strong word, and yes, I'm going to use it now. I hate when certain people meet you a certain way, and you know how I am, and then you're like, "Well, you gotta change this about yourself because I don't like it." What? Who are you? Who? Are, who are you? <laughs> Who are you, no man to say to tell me? Like you need, like do you even have a grasp of your own life? Ooh. Tell me, I don't have a grasp of my of my language. Do you have a grasp of your life, sir? Look at yourself. Like it's so weird to me. But anyway, that's just my feeling. I'm done now. <laughs> I sounded so angry in that moment. I'm done. No, what? Not at all. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Wubia, how about you? People gonna be like, who her? Uh, yeah, I would be like, I mean, I mean, I can. Everyone has a preference or whatever, but I just feel like that's such a weird thing. Like that shouldn't be like a make or break it type thing. Like, wow, you don't speak your language, you don't speak my language or whatever. I can't build a life with you. Like that's just really extreme, you know? <laughs> because mm. anyone can learn anything at any point in their life. So that I would be like, okay, like clearly you are not the one because that's ridiculous. If you're gonna throw away a whole partner, a whole great partner because they simply can't speak a language, like I don't know, that's extreme. That's very extreme. I mean, I don't think you would throw a whole partner away, but I think like some people just might not start. Exactly, like, and they're throwing the whole partner away, but because you're now missing out on a whole blessing because yep. the person you said you said, oh, you can't you can't speak French. I'm not even about to get to know you. Like, you don't even know. That could have been, like, the best person to ever step mm -hmm. into your life. And now, because they don't speak French, you're like, I'm not fucking with you. Like, what? Doesn't make no sense whatsoever. I think for me, more than even, like, the language, it would probably be um, just the culture. Like, if I feel like you're not, like, connected to your culture in that initial conversation, I'm out. Yeah, like, I agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, because, like... But language... Yeah. No. Because for me, like in terms of the language, like there's like <laughs> this is cracking up. There's like things that I know. I feel like I'm feeling really, I'm pretty fluent in like speaking Yoruba and un I can understand it pretty well. But like there's still so much that I don't know. So I can't judge someone who's like on their path but just a little bit behind me. Like if they're trying and they're willing and they're like understanding and appreciate it, then hell yeah, like we're good. But like the problem I have most times is that people just the people that I don't know are just like, oh, I don't know, and I'm not like actively trying to know. Then I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, you're you're not it. So 
you can be out. Yeah. You can be gone. If it's, if they're not rooted in their culture, then yeah, that's a different thing. Cause that's super important to me. Like, mm-hmm. like if you seem lost, like just a lost individual, yeah, I don't have time. Cause mm-hmm. I just I'm not here. I'm not here to be the one to to help you find your way back at age thirty. You talking about I'm lost still. Why are you lost at thirty? Okay, Damn. you've had three decades to figure it out, and you're still but lost. But it's chronological explanation. <laughs> guys, guys, is so harsh. But my thing is like you're a grown ass person, okay? And like I understand people have their own times, but like at that age, if you're still like, oh, you know, I'm just out here, it's whatever, blah blah blah. I don't have time for that. Like I don't have time because you're not serious about. If you're not serious now about being, you know, rooted in your culture, what have you been doing in your in your whole twenties or your whole adulthood? Like, and you're still not you still don't care about it. So am I supposed to be the one to make you care? No, that's not my job. I'm not here to make you care about your culture. That's not what I'm here for. I could dig that. But like, yeah, <laughs> I think um, if, I don't know if I've ever, have I ever dated anyone that didn't understand their language? Uh, I don't think I have. I don't think I've ever dated anyone that doesn't understand their language. If I did you that I not that sound like me, DM me. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, actually, that's weird. Like, and I think like it's a subconscious conscious thing. Like I think like my mind looks out for it and I would like need to see it before I even like engage someone on like a deeper level. But I don't even know. Wait, real, real question real quick. Did you did you ever have a white girl face? Whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. You just gonna check my black card on this show? No, like no okay. No. I'm I'm asking because so uh, so I know someone, I know a few people in particular who are actually like Nigerian. Um and you know, they grew up in the suburbs or whatever, like and so you know, when they were in middle school or high school, maybe even college a little bit, not, you know, college is when they started to transition. Oops, my bad. But they were dabbling, you know, playing with the snow bunnies and dating them. None of them are attractive to me. And so, but then in their older age, I had like two of them be like, nah, like I'm, I, I married a Nigerian, either they're like, I'm married a Nigerian woman or I'm marrying a black, you know, black American, whatever. And so I just think it's interesting how some people, when they do get older and start living a real adult life, like, their values kind of solidify, I guess that was a way to say it. Um, and they're like, nope, this is what I want. That was just a phase. I'm cool now. Some people are like, you know, they never really grow out of it. It's just their lifestyle. So I'm wondering, like, did you ever have a phase where you were attracted to anything outside of, like, Nigerian woman or black woman in general? Nah, I don't find anything attractive. The only ones that I even find attractive in that realm are the ones that, like, are, you know vanilla but have black booties oh my god have what black booty <laughs> uh like iggy after she got her butt done yeah like her that's it but after that i'm like oh that's nice to look at bye-bye <laughs> i have a rule right for the for the first of all everybody knows that white women are the weak link like they just are so most of the trouble in this country is because they you know most of the trouble that black people face in this country is because of white women and donald trump being president is like another good example 
Um, but more than anything, though, for me, I'm like, nah, skip over that because I love black women, and it just they just bring so much essence and richness to the world. I know that's right. Why not? Why not? You know. Um. All right. So moving on, I wanted to ask you guys about this. Um. It was a post online. Um. I think I saw it on. I don't know if I saw it on the Shade Room first or Twitter, but. It was a post about a bride to be that texted her friend to not wear any makeup or get her hair done for her mm-hmm. wedding. Oh, I think I saw that a long, but that was a long time ago. But right? I, I just, I don't know. I just saw it today. Um, uh, and I just, <laughs> first of all, I know, I think I know what both of you are going to say, but. It's just amusing to me. Like, do women actually do that? That's my real question. I don't. I don't even care. It's like, do they do you what? Say. Like, tell other women to like down, to, like to dim their light on their wedding day. Oh, like she told her friends not to like wear like makeup and like yeah, and not like basically not go ham before coming to her wedding. She was like, oh, because I need to be the one that stands out. That is so corny. I just think that's so corny. Like. <laughs> First of all, it's your wedding day. Like, why are you concerned with anything but your wedding? Like, and marrying your husband. Like, why is it that what your bridesmaids or what your guests make up and look like, like, why is that the first thing on your mind? I don't, it's just so petty. It's like, girl, if you don't, if you don't go somewhere, like, why are you (laughs) being petty on your wedding day? So you're going to be at the altar scanning everybody's face like, oh, this chick got on too much makeup. I know she's not just walk up in here with all this makeup on her face. Like, stop it. It's just too too much pettiness. I would never, I wouldn't even care. Like, if you want, listen, I know you came here to meet your husband, okay? So you better come right with some banging dress on. Your makeup better be freaking beat. I expect you to look the best that you can look. Because we can't be having smack people at my, at my wedding. You're not about to be smack at my wedding, okay? That's what's not about to happen. So You hear what will be said. Um, Lalo, what's your thoughts? That's not a friend you should have in your life. Facts. <laughs> but someone else is telling you to dim your light to make them feel better about this. That's not someone you want to have in your life. Ever. Ever. So, no. I will gladly not come to your wedding. And best believe that will be the last time you ever get to speak to me. That we ever even have a conversation. Because, no. No, no, no. Also, that's your insecurity and you, you should deal with that. I, no, no, this has nothing to do with me and you asking me to do something. No, 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 we're not even going to entertain that conversation. No, 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 <laughs> Nope. I mean, I definitely agree. I feel like um, any friend that's asking me to dim my light is just dumb, particularly because as a respectful friend, I am aware of how I occupy a space and I would not be doing anything to make them feel uncomfortable. Um, so for you to even go past me trying to make you comfortable and saying all of that nonsense. Yeah. That's just, that is it. It ain't it. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back, um, I wanted to ask this question because it came up, um, that was sent to us about what happens after, Till death do us part. And um, yeah, we'll talk about it when we come back. 
Um, you're listening to The Rant Show on Giddy Lounge Radio. And it is your, waiting for Olga to say it. Your life, your music. We'll be right back. I be the thing say I don't see the one way fine. I be the thing say I don't see the one way sexy. I be the thing say I don't see the one. I think say I have seen it all, but when I see you, I don't see you come back. I be the thing say I don't see the one way fine pass. I be the thing say I don't see the one way sexy pass. I be the thing say I don't see the world. I think say I have seen it all. And when I see you, I no say compare. See and I hope, I hope you remember. I hope you remember. And I hope, say, I hope you remember. I hope you remember. When I don't stop to the heart, you say it's all my fault. And when I see you, I no say. What's happening? My name is Files, aka Files, the bad guy. Ladies and gentlemen, they're also calling me the What's Up guy. And right now, you are listening to the rants on Giddy Lounge Radio. Don't touch that guy. If you shake it, Mami Water will capture you. Yes. Gentility, gentility, you share stupidity. Gentility, you share stupidity. Gentility, you share stupidity. Oh, eh. Don't show me back home. Oh, eh. Don't show me back home. Oh, eh. Gentility, you share stupidity. Oh, I'm 
that shit, my tobe. Gentility, you should stupidity. I love shakotititi, oh shagititi. I'ma get fully loyal. Oh, yeah, fully dear. Set up, put him in a set up, 
friends with me, I want your love Oh, I'm in a, you know that You too soft for the first time play Oh, I'm in a, show up We got that you know I said, oh, Ghana Losing my control and giving all my rapper Walk you down the aisle of my sopranala Got a pen so shy, yeah, I am Oh, Ghana, Ghana, baby, I cannot And we are back. Um, over the course of the break, you listen to um, Unkombe by Lukesh featuring Mayo Kun. You listen to Gentility by One Day Cole. And you listen to Kana by T Classic featuring Terry Hickens and Peruzzi. Um, all right. So welcome back. Uh, very quickly, uh, I this one was one of those scenarios that kind of like, shocked me because it was one that you know how okay you guys have this moments where like you think of something like really really bad that you know you don't want to happen but you're like your mind just brings it up like what would you do if that happened do you guys ever have that a lot like the one that sticks out to me is like losing my dad or my mom like it quickly would come (laughs) in my head (laughs) huh Losing my dad or my mom. Like, you have to, like, think about your mom real quick. Because I, I don't, like, consider... Well, my dad is older than my mom. And that's one of... His... The thoughts of it are a lot more active in my head. Um, oh. Because he's, he's at that age. Like, you know, anytime you've crossed 60, like, 65, like, anything God gives you at that point is, like, a, it's, like, grace. And you, like, you change... You know how you change your prayers... Like, I think about the prayers I used to pray 10 years ago. I never used to be like, oh, I'm praying for my dad's health and, and his peace of mind. And it's all of a sudden, as I started getting older, I started noticing that it became more of a priority every day. I'm like, uh, I guess this is what part of what comes to the adults and I didn't tell you. Um, but, like, this particular scenario, apparently, like, they were having a conversation. And they got people thinking about, like, what, how would you view a young person person losing a partner really young and then putting up their kid for adoption like wait what what would you what did you say so essentially like if someone that you you know god forbid obviously let's put that god forbid out there but like someone that you knew a young couple lose one of the partners in in one of the parties in the couple passes Mm -hmm. away and they have a young kid and that person either because of the grief or not wanting to raise the kid alone, puts that kid up for adoption. Mm. Dang, that's tough. So they pretty much are like, well, your other person died, your other parent died, so or, that's <laughs> that's terrible. Honestly. <laughs> that is really terrible. Like, unless there's some circumstances where like you are truly unfit to raise the child because you now have become like a hardcore drug addict and you like something crazy. Otherwise, if you were just happen to just now, you know, you're missing a husband or you're missing a wife. And that's the reason why you want to give your child up for adoption. Like that, I wouldn't be happy with that. Like if my friend told me they're going to do that, I'd be like, you're crazy. Like, so you're going to put this child into the system when they have you 
right here. I that's I don't like that. Well, it, well, well, okay. So would you would you be fine with it if like the family they were going to was like a very like loving, well adjusted, happy to take this kid family, and not like the foster care system? Um, I mean that's a that's a bright side to it. Like if they're going to another great family, but I still felt like the child would be scarred. Like you know, especially if they're not really sure why you're giving them up. Like, you know, kids can understand that, oh, my mom, you know, she's a heroin addict and, you know, she's not, she never comes home at night. Like, if that was the child situation, they might be more understanding and they might even want to leave themselves. But if it's just a case of, like, you know, nothing to them is seemingly wrong. Like, you're not, you're not sick. Like, you're not getting yourself in trouble. Mm. You're just giving them up. That child's gonna feel some type of way for the rest of their life. Like you just gave me up, and when you could have just kept me. Like they're not really gonna understand that. At least maybe not until they get older into their adult years. Um, and so I still feel like they would be scarred. Like my mom or my dad doesn't care about me. They just gave me up for adoption. Like that's how I would see if I were a child and my parents. Like, well, I can't raise you anymore. I don't feel like raising you anymore. You know, I'm sending you to this family. I'd be like, what the heck? Like, what's wrong with staying here? Like, why can't you take care of me? You know? I mean, I want to hear what Lalu has to say, too. But, like, I, I feel like I, I don't I don't want... I was thinking about it. I was going back and forth. And I had to, like... Even when I was writing the question, I, I had to change it from, like... Like, not wanting to be a parent. Because, like, this life shit, like, did... Like especially raising a family, maybe they just like they're like I'm only doing this because I have a partner. Like, you know how some people are like, if I don't have a husband, I'm not gonna have a kid. I'll just live my life single. And then they're like, right. now That's I went hot. and had, now I went and had a kid, and then you now leave me. Like nah, nigga, no, 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 no. I can't do this myself. Um, but <laughs> and like, but like how, I don't know that feeling of not want like. That must be be some deep feeling of not wanting. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't know. It's hard for me to grasp. Like, I can grasp like people from the get go. Kind of like I think I've told you guys a story before, where the the girl how we got pregnant and the guy, um, she didn't want to keep the baby. He was like, no, let's keep it. Let's keep it. So she gave birth to the baby and was like, here, take your child. Like I told you, I didn't want it. So you take this child and raise it. Like, I get, I can see that because from the beginning, you were like, I do not want this. I have no plans of taking care of this child. And here you go. But, like, for you to, like, go through, okay, yes, we're having this child together. You're both excited. Like, you both love this child. And then you're like, okay, you know, you've raised this child for several years. They now know you as their mother or their father. And now you're like, well, not anymore. Sorry, you gotta go. Like that's just that's wild. Like that's wild. And I understand everyone has to do what they gotta do to maintain their sanity. And if you feel like you're gonna lose your mind taking care of this child, then I guess it is better for you to let them go. But that better be a decision you think super long, super hard about because that's something that's gonna impact you and that child for the rest of your life. Lalo, what do you think? Uh, I always say that don't ever do anything for someone else or because of someone else. Um, but also in this, I mean, that's what I would say about the ones that are like, oh, I'm only having kids because of 
my because of my husband or whatever. I mean, that's a lot of a lot a lot of people. I mean, even like men too. There are people who mm-hmm. who are like just like there are men who are like, oh, I'm only having kids because you know my wife wants kids or whatever. But when it comes to this particular question, I think honestly I can't speak for it because kids are very expensive, like emotionally, financially, in all areas. Like, so if you want to give up the kid for adoption. Yeah, I don't know, because I'm not I'm not the one raising the kid. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what your situation is. I don't like I don't know what's going on in your mind for you to. It's like people will give up kids for adoption even without losing their partner. Like some marriage couples give up kids for adoption. Like some people who are together but not married they give up kids for adoption. So, so I can't even speak for it because as someone who does not have a child right now, I I just. Yeah, I know what I would do, and that's not give up a kid for adoption. But that's also because, like, I will not. I made a promise myself not to have kids until I know that I am in every rem- in every area of life able to take care of that kid by myself. If things goes, if things go, you know, in any other way. But yeah, for me, it's just it's a it's a hard question that I can't answer honestly. I don't know. I think. You know how those ones that like because I can't I'm like with you Laulu that I can't answer the question I'm just like I'm just gonna let people do what the fuck they want because I I don't know like yeah I don't know like this is hard <laughs> and I don't know why I mean from working with like in mental health and working with families that were going through like different kinds of issues I am fairly significantly on team that you are the biological vessel that brought someone to this planet does not mean that you are the perfect person to keep that child on this planet in the best shape and form. Um, I mean, you should be responsible for the child, but yeah. So like, but like, I don't know. Like, well, part of that responsibility is saying I'm not good for this. Somebody else is better than me. So, Let that, them do it. You know, it. that's so real. Um, because there are people who all grow up with, like, both parents who have all the love in the world, all the in- good intentions, all the effort, and still fuck it up. So, like, I don't know. Is it all that? Is that the worst thing in the world that could happen to be adopted into a family that actually loves you and makes an effort because the parent you have, that biological parent, knows they can't, they can't do it? Um, for example, my friend brought up a point of like, what happens when, you know, it's a young couple, they have a kid and the kid looks like, for example, like a woman, like the kid looks exactly like the dad. And every time they look at that kid, they just imagine like all the, the heartbreak, the pain and all the things that could have been. And that child who was supposed to be a child, a vessel of like happiness is now a constant reminder of their sadness. And it is unfair to that kid for them to, to live that because they didn't do anything. So they're like, well, instead of punishing the kid, why don't you just put them in an environment where they thrive and they have love and they're happy. And I was like, whoa, like, I know that, I know the angle because 
I didn't think about it like that. I was like, shit, you the parent, tough it out. But, hey, I don't know. I don't know. But, I I mean, I, I like the fact that we all didn't have definitive answers because that just means that we recognize how hard this shit is. Uh-huh. Um, and hopefully no one that we know or us ever have to go through that because um, God loves us. And even though he loves everybody <laughs> else too, we're not going through it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, but yeah, like that definitely was one that like struck that, that struck me and got me got me thinking a little bit. Um, but yeah, anyways, I'm glad we were able to chat about it. Um, I think everybody out in the tri-state slash New York, Jersey area should go out. Laulu has uh-huh. a network in New York, so make sure you tell everybody to go to Wobia's, um show, an event this weekend. Um, All of y'all. So make well, sure you let them know. Go up um, to Wobia's Bible. I'll Instagram, all that things, let them know. Um, and then, yeah, like everybody just have a fabulous, fabulous week. Um, for everybody that traveled out of the country that went to Portugal or Canada and they come back and they're jet lagged, I don't give a fuck. Deal with it. Um, you're such a hater because, yes, I'm, I'm fucking hating and I'm pissed off, so whatever. Um, but you know what? I just remember that I have my trip to Cancun um, in a couple of weeks. So make sure you get authentic tequila. It's uh-huh. very delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always bring that back. Um, bring what? Yeah. Tequila, tequila, tequila. So I'm like, if you okay. I actually have a request. If you see, so there's this chocolate lick, chocolate tequila that I had in in LA, but the person that I had it from got it in Mexico. So now I'm just asking everybody who's going to Mexico. I don't care where you're going. If you see it, please get it, and I I will actually pay you to ship it, or like you can just hold on to it. So it's like in this like small bottle. It literally tastes like chocolate. It tastes like melted chocolate in a bottle, but it is so good. But this is a distinctive factor of it. The top, how you're gonna know you're buying the right one because before someone goes and buys some trash now and thinks I'm gonna pay for it. In the top, it's like wrapped in in like um whatchamacallit? That material that they put like rice in, like they put Nigerian rice in. Mm-hmm. Like that sack, yeah. So like, mm. literally, like they wrap it, they they wrap it on the top. Does so it have a picture? You, you have a picture of it? You know what? I do have a picture of it. No, I'm a <laughs> I was like, what did you oh, I don't know why I'm right describing it. <laughs> like, um, I do have a picture. But yeah, so that yeah, I I will I will suffer right now for everyone that's going across the world, across the globe, stressing me out, intentioning me. But when it's my own turn. Um, and my chest hairs are out. Deal with it. Um, we don't need to see your chest hairs, please. Thank it's you. not for you, sweetie. You okay, see, wait, 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 have... wait. Before we actually even leave, I have a question. Oh, my God. You better not be about my chest hairs. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, like... Um... I'm about to hang up on you. I swear to God. If you say something <laughs> that's out of pocket, I'm about to end this call. It's it's a genuine question. Okay. 
Why? Wobium. No, I'm, I'm going to start with Wobium. <sighs> How do you feel about men having their chest hair out <laughs> and not shaving it? How you gonna I ask her? She don't understand. got no chest hair. <laughs> but like she, she's she's a heterosexual cisgender woman who's attracted to men. How do you feel? Like, do you prefer a shaved chest or a non? Like, is it like less hair the better for you? I mean, my thing it just has to be like like managed. Like, I don't want like a whole covered chest. But like, if you got like a little here and there, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, like this is crazy, but. Not like some super hairy, looking like a grizzly bear type of thing. Like you have to like get it waxed down a little bit. But I've seen somebody's chest hair, and his is okay. Whoa, I can manage. The way you said that though, like, can you run that back and see it? Like, I've seen somebody's <laughs> chest hair. Yes, I said it. I said it. And you said with your chest. With your chest hair, and his is manageable, ladies. So I'm letting you know right now. Don't worry, you won't run away when he busts open his shirt. First of all, um, bust it down. I actually typically don't like hair on my body. This is weird. I'm not one of those guys. I actually I was at the gym today, and I think I did a pull up, and I was like, oh, I need to shave. But um, I don't like hair everywhere. First of all, it just retains. A lot of like sweat and moisture, and, and you sweat and through your like cologne and your perf- not your cologne, your deodorant and stuff faster. And I don't need that shit in my life. Um, so I typically don't like hair, but if I'm in between like my what I don't know if it's monthly or six week um shave, shit, you I'm gonna rock that shit. It gonna be out there, and you gonna take it because when your hair. And your nat- natural hair is out, and I'm seeing your nappy roots. I take that. So we're gonna take all this hair, and that's how it's gonna be. That's just what that's nappy just, roots. I'm just hey, you first of all because well, Wobi always takes care of her hair, so it doesn't she doesn't count. But some people out there, you have your house girl it's days, been. you know your your days in between where your your appointment you have removed your your last hair about to wash it and then you're waiting for your next appointment because you washed it too fast and your girl is not available to do your hair for another week that intermittent period where you're walking with your naps and your abike head nobody is there judging you so same no judgment shall be passed when the chest has thank you very much god bless you thanks for coming okay so okay we have heard you I know, I know, I know. Lao Lu's not asking because of me, because I specifically. Ah, uh, yeah. Ouch. Um, but I don't think I've ever dated a woman that was like, "Oh, I don't like your chest hair." I think most women have been like shocked when I go into my full-on like shave everything state, um, because they'd be like, "Why? Wait, why? You should get it waxed instead of shaved." Well, you know what I mean. Like same thing. You know, I'm using the words okay. interchangeably. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't go out and get a wax just every other week. So sometimes there's time in between, and even letting your skin heal and and stuff like that could be a whole like six weeks or eight weeks. And I'm not gonna be out here, you know, tightening my chest. Sometimes I want to give you a little bit of cleavage so you know that I'm a sexy motherfucker. I'm a bad bitch. Um, but that's just <laughs> it. 
And if <laughs> you know, anytime, anytime somebody says it asks me something like that, I always give them the answer I give my mom. If you are having to ask me about it, then it's not for you. The people that is for, they know themselves. That's just it. Thanks for coming. So, anyways, um, make sure you download cop the music that you listen to on today's episode. Um, and have a great week. Um, stay out of trouble, stay hydrated. Um, and stay remember, hydrated. yes, remember, fuck Donald Trump. Um, and yeah, that's just it. Thank you for coming, much appreciated. You have consumed another edition of the rant show on Guillaume's radio, and the beautiful Wobia says. Your life, your music. Good night. Good night. We hope you just enjoyed this What the Heck by production of The Rant Show. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Live weekly updates can also be found on our Twitter and Instagram pages. Till next time, stay up.